0: Good afternoon, uh, first time authors and authors of all walks, um, trust you guys are doing well. I just thought I'd uh, come on today um, live and just talk a little bit about certain aspects you may not have considered when writing your first book or if you have written books before, uh, things that um, may seem obvious once you hear me say them. However, um, you know, it's good to note and just review and uh, consider what uh, is going on within your own book. So today I really wanted to talk about uh, the certain things that people can end up putting in their books that uh, disturbs the flow, the reading flow um, and the enjoyment of your book you know, from the reader's perspective. Um, One of the common ones that I see, uh, you know, people who are highly educated and, um, you know, have PhDs and all that kind of stuff, they do love to reference and footnote a lot of, lot of things. And certainly that is important uh, within a book. Um, however, of course, uh, references and things like that can be also inserted at the back of the book where people can, um, you know, look up different things. Uh, but I'm going to share four different. Um, Aspects when you think about creating a book and how it's going to look in its final stages because usually people insert these things During the layout stages of uh, their book. So the number one thing that disturbs the flow uh, of a book of foot, footnotes I don't know about you. I always think about myself and um, As I'm reading I'm reading a book if it's got a little asterisk or a One or whatever it is at the end of a word or sentence uh, I feel compelled that I have to read the footnote um, to understand that further which disturbs the flow of what I'm reading um, you know as I'm going through um, you know uh, consuming the content of the book so footnotes can be very very destructive um, uh, um, disruptive sorry <laughs> to the reading flow so consider you know whether you can put certain references right at the back and, and separate stuff so the reader can just flow through the information really really easily The second thing that um, disturbs the reading flow is having a lot of uh, links Uh, to take the reader away from the book so say download this or go here and grab this and look this up and there's an awesome video and all that kind of stuff Um, what I would suggest with these of course certainly in some places it is important but just don't overdo it if you want to give the reader an amazing bonus go for it I am all for uh, mentioning any bonuses in the early on in the book somewhere in the middle towards the end Uh, but I have also seen books that are flooded with links and um, and uh, resources that take you away from the content because you kind of, again, feel compelled. I want to check this out. They're recommending it, so I need to go there and check it out. If anything, that there's quite a lot of things and additional stuff that you do want uh, the reader to to have access to maybe compile it all into one document um, and then have a li- one single link that's going to take them away to that particular document. When I was re- uh, writing one of my books, um, Natasha Denman reveals 1,000 Days to a Million Dollar Coaching Business from Home, I had a number of templates I wanted to give the reader. And, of course, I was, um, you know, uh, writing about all the information and, the you know, the, the way and journey and all that kind of stuff. And I actually compiled those. 12 to 15 resources in one uh, ebook, if you like, um, of templates, you know, it was the, the comp. um, what is it? The companion workbook to that particular book. And I actually even put in a QR code in the, in the book where people can sort of go and download that, but only put everything in one spot and one area. Uh, another thing I saw a really good, um, and a book which brings me to the th- a third point as to what is disturbing readers' flow in your book is that uh, compelling need to take uh, action or having the action points and the action points are amazing and and I believe if your book is an instructional book or it has uh, solves a particular problem for um, a reader you know gives uh, steps and tools uh, perhaps consider also putting the action points um, at the back of the book um, you know um, after the appendices. Um, Um, rather than having them um, at the end of each chapter. I have to say that I do love my action points um, at the end of uh, chapters or takeaways or summaries, Uh, but after having seen and um, actually discovered some of these um, aspects of what disturbs a reader's law, I will reconsider having um, my action points uh, more towards the end of the book in one um, sort of checklist almost of what are the things that the reader needs to have done if they were to follow the, the particular system that they're reading about um, and of course guys you know um, we uh, we are experts in creating systems and how-to books as well as autobiographical ones uh, this wouldn't apply of course to fiction uh, or children's books of any sort uh, but when you think about you know you know the action points do consider maybe having them in one spot. And then the fourth thing uh, is that um, a need where perhaps your book is laid out in a way that the reader feels that they need to be highlighting all the time Uh, and it's important you know it's when we're reading through a book it's important that we do highlight those aha moments and um, I'm a big uh, big fan of it I don't absolutely highlight everything but when I do finish highlighting stuff I do um, then take the time either myself or my assistant to type it out or write it out so that it embeds more into my mind so just a summary of all of that uh, and consider how you would structure this in your final layout of the book all of these things are important to have um like footnotes and references and um and um the things action points and uh you know uh, the ability you know obviously for, you want the reader to be highlighting and to be getting extra value from your book like in bonus uh, links or resources, but just consider whether whether or not um, you're going to put them right then and there to disturb that flow. That they may, you know, as we're reading, we get into a certain state of trance uh, in with the content. So therefore, you know, we actually do want the reader to go through and having read the whole book, rather than get stuck and and get uh, distracted into doing something else, which could take them away from it. You know what it's like. You know when people uh, get on social media, they go to do something and then somehow they get stuck into the vortex of the news feed and all that kind of stuff. So do uh, consider how it will be laid out. Uh, Think about the four things that I've just spoken about of what to uh, avoid doing and how you can perhaps structure it differently so that the reader gets the most enjoyment out of your book. So that's me, some of my thoughts um, uh, from... Uh, from you know what I think would add value to you and if you have any questions around this uh, as I know this video will be watched on recording after this please post them in the comments and I'll be happy to answer any further questions bye guys